What's up, everybody? And hey, welcome to March. It is the month baseball season starts. Four weeks from today. Pretty good, right? Yeah, four weeks from now. Right now, I'm going to be wasted in Queens celebrating the Mets' victory. Another opening day victory. They Calling do. it right now. They Five, six, win. six, two win. There you go. Mets. They Hanging out in uh, McKellar afterwards, maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll there see. you go. They do always <laughs> win on opening day. I'm Brian Ernie. That's Darren Meenan. We got Lizzie on what the up? other side of the glass. It's uh, it's Hi, a, everyone. It's a good, it's a good time to be alive right now. I think so. I mean, yeah. f- you know, we talk about it all the time. I feel like this last off season went off, went off went pretty quickly for me at least. Did. Games are finally back. We just got back from spring training a few days ago. Another great time. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll do our second annual spring training awards. If you weren't there, it's kind of a recap. And if you were there, you might win an award. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited. I've been watching the games. Obviously, some guys look better than others, but that's why they have spring training. See who has the goods to make the roster. A lot of freaking out about spring training performance. Yeah, so we are going to get to that in a little bit. Yeah. yeah, You know, everyone seems to be very nervous you know for good reason that the guys might not be healthy once the season starts but you know you said there's a new there's a new sheriff in town or new mentality within the Mets organization they're trying to be cautious or more cautious than they have been in the past but we'll get to that in a little bit we will what have you been doing man I don't know. Now that you're back. Now that <laughs> well, you're back in town. You know, town. it's tough. You know, my first time I ever went to spring training, I was there for two weeks. Yeah. And then the next time was 10 days, then it was seven, then it was five. This time I just went for three. So, you know. Where are you going back? I'm going back in two weeks from so. tomorrow, actually. But, so you, you know, to be down there and to be away from here, even though it's in good hands with Lizzie, Adamson, packing the orders and stuff, I do have to play so much catch up by the time Monday comes along. So mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, I kind of felt like a zombie because I was – Playing catch up on the emails, and I hate you. You say when you look at my email, when you know, yeah, laptop, I don't. when it's like forty, you like bug out. You're like, how do you have forty unread emails? Like Monday morning, I had like two hundred and fifty. Yeah, that I mean, that happens when I come back from my desk. But you know, it's one of these things where I'm not dealing with customers directly. Yeah. So there's a less blood pressure rising usually. And there's been some important know. emails lately that we can't talk about yet. Yeah. Uh, some interesting things have been happening for not only the show but the brand. Nothing that we could really chat about yet, but. You know, things are things are looking up for things the seven are, line. Things are, yeah. The seven <laughs> line's always doing just fine, and our, our, the orange and blue thing said it's looking pretty good too. So, did you watch? Uh, you know, sorry, Poppy. Did you watch Celebrity uh, Big Brother? I got to be honest with you. So I was very is, disappointed in it. This is so funny. So my father goes to me when this got started. I'm like, "Come on, Dad, you're gonna watch Celebrity Big Brother?" He's like, "I don't know, man. Like, I'm just that just sounds not good." Come on, come on. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a train wreck. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. He's like, all right, you, you convinced us. Your mother and I are going to watch it. So like last weekend, I'm over their house and he goes, hey, what do you think of that? And I was like, I don't, I'm not watching it. It was horrible. It was so You bad. know what it was? It was so condensed because obviously they, they tried to do like a, a season in like three weeks. But, you know, the, the cool part about Big Brother. Who won? Just, Who won? Um, uh, Ross? No, Ross lost. Uh, the girl from Broadway won. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I liked her. the, the cool. reason why I like Big Brother is because no one knows each other. But like when they went in, they already kind of knew each other. So yeah, whatever. Survivor started last night. We, we don't have to bore the people at home about uh, reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Walking Dead, which no one even really cares about anymore. It was on Sunday night. I, yeah. I'm just so, so over that show completely. I've never watched an episode of that. Well, don't but start I, now. But I know Carl kicked the bucket. Yeah, finally. he shot himself. Yeah. He got bit. Then he shot himself. Whatever. Anyway, if you want to give us a call, 631-388-5195. We have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the Mets are playing spring training baseball. Everyone's jumping off a roof because some guys seem to be slightly injured, but I think everything's going to be just fine by March 29th. If you want to call and give us your two cents, we'd love to hear it. we got Lizzie behind the scenes to uh, field the calls. It doesn't even have to be Mets-related. If you think it's something that we might want to talk about and might be good for the show, she'll let you know if it sucks or not. If it doesn't, you'll be on call with us. Call me. <laughs> Give a shout. Um, oh, yeah, it is March. Yeah. Uh, let's cheers first. Cheers okay. to March. All right. Cheers to are awesome. yes. yeah. Cheers to Mike. Let me zoom in on this. Thing. Oh, let me take a sip. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Cheers to Big Mike Cott. He shipped out these custom cups for us. Pretty cool. And uh, shout out to the graphic stroker. We don't use the graphic anymore on, on the intro, but he drew us in character for and character you see form. How, do you see how the Caricature. back is empty? It is empty. It would be perfect spot for a logo, would it not? <laughs> and someone is calling, try to field that. Oh, of course, yeah. Maybe some. Lo- and you know what? I we can even put uh, someone's logo here on the on the microphone. If someone look wants at that, look pays. at that. It's, it, there are the possibilities are. Endless. But listen. Oh, can you flip that for me? I can. The calendar. Yeah. Let's flip the calendar to March. 
Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, show, show the people at home. Look at this <laughs> We uh, updated the calendar. <laughs> uh, it is March 1st, and I turned our uh, set calendar here into uh, Noah Syndergaard's month. So we might have to bring a men's calendar into the fold for next year. What do you think? Yeah, I'm ready, man. <laughs> Tyra I Banks. Start, I got to start cutting up right now. <laughs> Tyra Banks last night goes on Twitter and she says that um, everyone appreciates the thick women uh, and dad bods start start. They they need to be appreciated as well. Yeah. So I think I'm I'm a pretty good candidate for that. It's it's all about <laughs> smiling with your eyes. You got to smile with your eyes. What that's does that what mean? she says. That's, I know I that's can't, what she Why says. do you know that? Because I'm a pop culture maven, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, if you think I'm staring at you, I'm not. I'm I don't even know what that means, but you. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyway, what you like to say, Mr. Noah Syndergaard sizzled up the joint the other Ow. day. Uh, I, I'm not too excited about this, what? but I'm excited about him being back and that he has the stuff and whatever. But 11 pitches and nine of them over at or over 100 miles an hour. I think he's trying to show off a little bit. And last year with the whole bowl of doom and he was the man and all that. It's, What's he it, supposed to do? Throw throw 80. I don't know. I just I think that he went out there to, to I don't know if to prove a point to himself or to the coaches or something that like he is this guy that could just go out and throw smoke for a couple innings. You don't need to do that on your first day out. I think that's just how hard he throws. It is. I, I mean, know. when you try to know, do dude. anything less than 100 percent at a major league or a professional level, you're going to get hurt. I'm excited to see it. But I'm all, it also makes me a little nervous. I mean, so it made Mickey nervous. Mickey said it made him nervous. But I just don't think you can go out there as a pro athlete and tone it down. When you go out there to compete, you have to be competing 100% or else you're going to hurt yourself. I mean, we talk about that all the time. Uh, there are these, oh, this team is tanking and this is it. Professional athletes go out there to win. And if they don't... They are going to hurt themselves. Well, he did have a press conference afterwards, and he decided that he wasn't going to wear his shirt for it. It was like breaking news that was, for the that Mets was odd reporters. Though. No, it wasn't. You know, after he was done playing, he decided to go run sprints, and it was honestly that day. It was like right. it was like high, uh, high eighties, nineties, whatever, right. super humid, and he was running around with his shirt off. He Big could, deal. He couldn't have th- thrown a shirt on. But the way that it was written by, I think it was Tacoma, was like he requested that it had to be off. Like no one requests that. Yeah. I need to do this interview with my shirt off. I think that it well, was. <laughs> If you, it was a little weird. I, I like Anthony Tacoma. No, but, me too. But like, if you, he's not exactly you know like swollen. So you know, <laughs> so you Noah Syndergaard, you got like Tacoma has is probably like you know maybe an arm total of, <laughs> of Syndergaard. So maybe he was a little resentful. But no, I don't think so. I'm it just, was. I'm just teasing you, Tony. By the no, way, no, but it was a little. I don't. Who cares? It was. You know what it is. The the interview was conducted outdoors after the guy just finished running with his shirt off. I mean, I really who don't cares? Care. It, I, it's, yeah, it, no. I don't care either. And I actually wrote something. I can't believe this is newsworthy. And now we're talking about it here too. But I can't believe that this was something that almost every guy on the beat had to write. Wow, his shirt's off. They talked about it on the broadcast too. Like, wow, I think it was uh, uh, Lewin on uh, seven ten. Who actually got to tell you something about? He might be joining us soon. Cool. Um, the it became a story. So obviously. Everyone ran with it. Alyssa wrote something for our blog yeah. about it. Well, I actually thought her thesis here was kind of cool. It was. And, and, and she said it got the blood. What was it? She got, got something the, got flowing. Got the blood flowing, right? It got some, some kind of. I'm uh, not saying any more than that. I'm not getting <laughs> Howie mad. But, but let me just. She wrote it, dude. Yeah, but let me say this, okay? You know, there have been so. There's been so much of this kind of beleaguered idea that, oh, the Mets and they'll never be healthy and the pitchers and this and that. It's kind of cool to see Noah confident and out there and knowing he's healthy, you know, for now, you know, knock wood and everything like that. I think it's good to see these guys get a little bit of their swagger back. And we talk all the time about confidence in the athlete mentality. These guys need to think that they can go toe to toe with Washington. They need to think they're better than everybody else. And if the guy wants to walk around with their shirt off and show off his new physique and say, hey, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for opening day right now. I think that's a good thing. I, I, I'm, I'm not against it, but I just think it's, it's so stupid that it was blowing up that he was exercising and he had his shirt off. But yeah. um, anyway, I think that well, it, you don't it, want to be that guy at the gym <laughs> who has, you know, is working out with his shirt off. But, but I think that it, it, this might be something where I got to call the MLBPA and be like, listen, I think that, you know, there's plenty of Mets calendars out there. Yeah. Why don't we do one like this? Why don't why don't we do one with you? Why don't we twelve months of Darren Mina? No one wants that. No, you know we already have a yeah, hard one person. Time. You know Kelly would like it. We already have. A you hard should do it personally for like Christmas. <laughs> Maybe I will. our buddy, our buddy Travis, who doesn't watch this, uh, a long time ago made a twelve months of Travis, yeah. and it was absolutely 
awesome. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't dressed like this. Did he, he was, do the Costanza? He, yeah, everything. He he was like pretended he was a pizza guy. He pretended he was whatever. <laughs> he, it was it was so cool. But anyway, uh, we'll call the MLBPA. Maybe we'll have something on our hands for next year. That's maybe it. maybe a little, even little just if it's just Noah himself. But uh, I photoshopped a couple things up here. Obviously, that's him. And then here is uh, you know throwback old school in the locker. So maybe yeah, I like someone that. wants to get that for themselves too. Um, Lizzie, let's let's have you chime in on this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> you you don't I'm like so, him, right? I'm sorry. What? No, yeah, no. Um, his hot bod is totally hot. I thought you didn't. I thought you weren't a big fan of his. I, I am. I thought we I, talked about it last year, and you're like, oh, I'm not really into him. Uh, I am, and I'm. I am not. But you take a shirt off, and you have a hot bod, and it's like, then Woo. that's it. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, there well, you go. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm not doing this broadcast. Re- relax, Brian. Relax. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so enough about um, enough about shirts. Let's talk about kicks. Something came in the news uh, a couple days ago, and I have it here queued up. Did you read this article, Mr. Ernie? I did read this article, Mr. Meenan. So let's talk to the fans yeah, about it. I think, I think this cool. is awesome. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. The Mets and uh, New Balance signed an exclusive partnership where now New Balance is going to be the official uh, shoe of the New York Mets. And one of the things they're going to do is outfit Mr. and Mrs. Met with some New Balance kicks, which is really cool. But I know this includes signage both at City Field and um, at First Data Field. I think it's really cool. I think it's really interesting because, I mean, I'm sure this can't be the first deal of its kind. But have you ever seen For a, a ma- I've never seen a mascot wear a branded That sneaker. for sure. But I've never seen – I don't think I've ever seen a team have their own exclusive – deal or at least I, Which I think it's got to be quite, I don't know if that's tricky at all for the players because they have their own individual deals. Right. I know like uh, Granderson is a New Balance guy. Yes. I don't know who I think, else. I think AJ Ramos is. If but I'm not, mistaken. I'm not really, really sure how, that, how that's going to work. Right. But, but you know I like David Wright is a Nike athlete. You know that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are I'm, I'm sure other guys. I know Travis Darno I think is with Under Armour. So I, that is it's interesting. But uh, that being said, I know they said they're going to outfit some of the uh, personnel, the city field personnel around the ballpark and New Balance stuff. I think it's I'm great. highlighting something here, though. Yeah. Uh, it says there will be a large sign above the Shea Bridge. Yeah. Uh, I don't, where? Like, uh, how is that even possible? In one of the There's articles. There's nothing really above the Shea Bridge. In one of the articles, I think they photoshopped it with kind of on the, the office buildings back there. All right. I it I I think it's either photoshopped or maybe it's up already, but there was a picture of it that I saw. Well, there you go. It makes sense. If you want to check it out, New York Business Journal wrote a whole thing about it on their site. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. What happened, Liz? I saw the phone rang twice. Did they just um, suck? Or? It was, no, it was John Salazar. He wanted to talk about something that you're going to talk about later, so I told him to call back. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for the call, John. Well, <laughs> speaking of Mr. and Mrs. Met, you had been working on something that now is in the public eye, which is the City Perks Patrol shirt. Oh, I'm like, I'm like am I missing something no. here on the notes? No. Oh, absolutely. We are working on something no. awesome, and uh, this is our third year working uh, with City Perks and Citibank and the Mets on the t-shirts for the t-shirt launch the vote went up a few days ago and it's i don't want to sway anyone's decision i feel very one passionately way, about this by the way one way or the other yes. about what you do about the shirts yeah both of them yeah i i, I or like one or the other like but you're not going to talk about the other it. okay we're not going to sway no oh. i don't think we should because you know it's a seven line this is you know okay, a, a show on the seven line channel it's <laughs> but a which one do you like <laughs> we don't want to sway anyone's decision each way but <laughs> don't blink for a <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't vote yet uh, there is a vote going on both on Twitter and on Facebook. On Facebook is actually like you have to you have to choose one of the emojis. You can't just like write what you like. People don't really read. So uh, follow the emojis and uh, vote for whatever one you like. We actually don't have that much time to pull this off now because we don't know which shirt's going to win. Uh, I know which one's in the lead right now, but it's it's already March, and we mm. need to deliver a lot of shirts to City Field by March 29th. Yes, on top of our. Nationals outing shirts and all the stuff for the kiosk and all the stuff for here. We got to restock the Strand of Queen Cities again. Need some. This ready month for, is pretty stacked. You need some ready for the twenty second, right? For the pre- we do. Event. Yeah, there is another event. It's not open to the public, but you and I should be there hopefully. Um, and then we'll, we're going to bring some of the bloggers. Uh, who's coming? Uh, G Money, Tim, G Money, and, and uh, Riley. I think Tim. Uh, yeah, Tim Riley, you, me. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So um, we'll be out there just like we did last year. Brian and I will go out to City Field. 
check out what's new, eat a whole bunch of food, and then uh, tell protein. you guys all about it that night. Yeah, hit the protein. Last year you didn't, though. You had like some stuff that wasn't very protein-ish. Uh, yeah, but then you yelled at me because I had a burger, and you're like, why are you just having a random burger? I'm like, I need my protein. I didn't yell- like, oh, yeah. I was like, why waste your stomach space on something you've already had? Why don't you go try like the Fuku or whatever it was? Because I, I, you need the, you need the <laughs> protein. I don't know what they have new coming out. It's if every year they, they had, seem to hit you off with something new. Yeah, they had some kind. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, give it to me quick. Well, it was like, yeah, something quick with no line. Uh, or maybe make a fast pass. That's it. At City Field for, food, for foodies. Well, upcharge. <laughs> Foodie upcharge. Absolutely. So, yeah, go on and vote if you haven't already. Um, we're excited to be a part of that again. And you know what's, what's crazy? I caught one of my own shirts. Obviously, I'm not going to keep it. I gave it away to a kid or whatever. But some people have written in the comments like, so bitter. Like, I've never caught a shirt. I've been going to games for 10 years. I'm not voting. I'm like... Uh, that's the weirdest reason to not take part in a vote I've ever heard of in my life. Because you've never caught one before? Like Somebody tweeted to me one time. I don't even remember what it was. It said something. And they're like, I've been going to the same thing. I've been going to games for 20 years, and I've never caught one of these shirts. <laughs> and I, that's why I can't stand the seven line. Typical. And I wrote back, and I'm like, we're all here for you in your time of need. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, I, I wouldn't want you to go through that. Uh, it's hard. It must be difficult. Thoughts and prayers. Prayers up. To the person who just does not catch a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know, you might have a good chance of going to a game, maybe sitting where people aren't at, and you have a better chance of, like, running and, and, and going to grab it. But don't run over people for a t-shirt. Don't you run know, over don't, people for anything. Well, no, but don't be the Zach Campbell of, uh, of the t-shirt launch. You know what I'm saying? Like, give everyone a chance. Give everyone a fair shake. Don't run over a kid for a t-shirt. If you really want one that bad, let me know. I'll try to f- figure something out for you. But anyway, speaking about running people over and uh, getting injured, yeah. the Mets, you know, the, the injury report came out a couple days ago. Maybe it was Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and, and the internet obviously lost its mind because people like to jump to conclusions. You wrote a little blog here to uh, tell the fans to try to kind of step away from the ledge a little bit. Yeah. So why don't you talk about it? I, I just thought that... It really became a problem at uh, first on Saturday when you guys were at the game because it were it was four guys I think right away Dom Smith Juan Lagares uh, uh, who else was on there to start out Swarzak uh, well that oh, not was to later. start out but that yeah was that later was but yeah Sunday there were four guys Tebow was on there and and I you know I saw Jerry Recco from from you know FAN from the morning show and this is absurd yeah, they've only yeah, played yeah. three innings of, of course yeah it's almost as if these games don't count and it doesn't matter if they miss the next one as long as they're healthy on March 29th so the thing that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way was the same LOL Mets mentality which I get like I get they need to prove it first but they have told you time and time again they're changing the culture that means they're not pushing these guys onto the field for, uh, and just wish the injury away. That's not going to happen. It's about prevention. It's not about treatment anymore. It's about proactive prevention to try to make sure that these guys stay on the field and that a little thing doesn't become a big thing. Also, they are going to talk to you about the minutia. You know, uh, this guy, you know, has a hemorrhoid today and, you know, he's not taking batting <laughs> practice. You know what? That's okay because at least you know so that one one guy gets scratched out of a lineup. It's like, Oh, geez, here we go. He's out for the year and this and that. No, they're going to be very forthcoming. Jacob deGrom's back soreness and and Joanna Cespedes' shoulder. And Jay Bruce said, it's a shame that we're even putting my plantar fasciitis on the board. Right, right, right. You guys are wasting wasting, Yeah, the the inches in the column because it's just not that big of a deal. No, it is. If it was a regular season baseball, they'd be playing through this stuff. Not that you want to force yourself ever to, to, you know, push, push, push. Injury and pain but aside, gonna, I get it's it. It's going to happen. But if it was a if it was a Saturday game against the Nationals in September, they're going to play. Yeah, and, um, but and if it's, it's also spring training. They're not going to push themselves. Right, and the game has fundamentally changed with the ten day DL. In that, if a pitcher goes on the ten day DL, they're going to miss maybe one start, pretty much. You know, if a player goes on the ten day DL with off days, they could miss six, seven games, as opposed to missing two, two and a half weeks. So we saw the Dodgers kind of. Fugaz that all last year successfully, use it for rest and use it to keep their players fresh. 
And they almost won the World Series. They were within a win away from winning the World Series. So I do think the way the Mets handle injuries are, is going to fundamentally change. And with that comes transparency and ex- like an exceedingly large amount of caution. And that's what you're seeing for these injury reports. You're going to see guys pop on there. You know, Tom Brady is on the Patriots injury report like every single week. And he always plays. It's going to be comparable to that. Yeah, it's almost tactics. Sometimes I mean, of course it's tactics. But it's going to be comparable to that in that if a guy gets banged up slightly – He's going to be mentioned as somebody who's potentially injured. Maybe he plays the next day. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he sits out a day or two. But that's part of the culture change. And it's about time that they started acting like a modern sports organization because for too long they've been stuck in the dark ages with this stuff. I saw something. It was kind of funny. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stickler for a headline, obviously, if it's clickbait. And uh, someone wrote something that was actually pretty funny. They started off and said something about Tebow walks on water, but it was like something to do with the sprinkler. And it was, it was pretty clever. Uh, yeah. So that's not really clickbaity, but it did get my attention. Yeah. So, so there's, there's nothing like a good pun. I like a good pun. <laughs> good dad joke. Absolutely. Dad jokes, dad bods, whatever's good. Uh, I do want to give it to me just talking about Tebow. Um, well, let me zoom in here. I want to say thanks to John in South Carolina hooking me up with this Fireflies Tebow bobblehead at the mixer, the bar mixer. Cool. So thank you so much for that. Uh, we do have someone on the line. Hold on one second. We do have someone on the line. What's up, Anthony from Connecticut? Hey, how's it going? We're going all right. How you doing? Good, thank you. What do you want to chat about? Yeah, so I just wanted to know, um, did you guys see what uh, Bobby Cox said about Matt Harvey? We did not. I don't think so, no. What, I didn't. What's what up? Did, what did the great Bobby Cox have to say? <laughs> yeah, so he told the Post today, he looked like the old Harvey for me. He looked like number one. The velocity was really good. He's in great shape. He looked super. So uh, No, that's interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a good assessment from, obviously, uh, a Hall of Fame manager. And, you know, Anthony, thanks for giving us a call. I, I yeah. think that... I mean, you're the, looking at two innings of spring training. Right. But at the same point, it's a great... It's a great point because the velo was there. So it's like we're talking about Harvey pitching off that fastball. His secondary pitches are going to have to obviously have the speed differential to be effective so hitters can't just sit on them. Um, They're going to need the movement, and I think that's going to come over time. But it all kind of builds off that. 94, 95, 96 mile per hour fastball. He was getting, it's worth noting that he was getting good velocity last year. And that wasn't necessarily the problem is really the command with the secondary. And I think a lot of it has to do with him um, is we've talked about this confidence, and yeah. you know, I, I think he will get back there. Uh, Tim Britton uh, for the athletic just had a great piece about how even if Harvey is ordinary, the Mets will take that. Yeah. They, they need somewhere in the middle between Dark Knight and, you know, whatever this catastrophe was. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people this year. But what, you know, what we need is, is that just a healthy pitching staff in general. And I don't know if you caught any of Matt's start a couple days ago. But that didn't I look did. too pretty. Was that yesterday? Uh, yeah. Didn't and, look too good. And he seems very ago, discouraged yeah. in his in his post-game interview, I which thought... he should be because, you know, uh, he said he hasn't felt this good in spring training in a while. He went out there and just didn't have the command. And, and obviously it looked in very bad. In the second bad. inning. It in looked, the second inning he didn't have the command. It looked pretty bad. In the first inning it was fine. And look. I think it's worth noting that we talk we use the bag and groceries line a bunch of times. These guys a lot of these lineups are not going to be, you know, A plus major leaguers and especially early in spring. And we have to remember that pitchers are working on things. They're working on pitches, they're working on throwing pitches in certain situations. So where you might throw a three one changeup, you might never throw that pitch right, right, in, right. in the regular season, but because you want to try to get a feel for the changeup in a hitter's practice, count, you do practice. It. Exactly. So I wouldn't I wasn't very discouraged by the Mats thing. I was more watching his mechanics because Dave Island talked about how he used to drag his arm through the zone and he thinks that really led to the uh the arm problems and the back problems for him that he's experienced over the last three years. So I was more encouraged than most people were off that Mats start. Um it, it really didn't bother me. And I and I'd have to say that overall when you look at Who's getting the bulk of the playing time? Who's getting a bulk of the at-bats early in spring? You really can't judge results. You really don't know. you got a lot of hungry guys out there trying to get jobs, jumping on pitches. And then you have guys that are working on different things. And I think Matt's is really working on fine-tuning, tweaking re- mechanics and, and, you know, and other pitches, too. Yep. All right, we got another call here. we got Tom from Holtzville. What's up, Tom? How's it going, guys? We're good. What's, up, What's going on? Not much. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, 
the possibility of uh, Jake Arietta to the Mets if he doesn't get signed towards the end of spring training. Um, I know he's been linked to the Nationals lately. I think that's just uh, possibly Scott Boris trying to get his name out there. But um, David Wright, once he goes on to the DL officially, um, the insurance kicks in, and I think the Mets do get back $15 million. Um, and what do you guys think of about a possibility of a one-year $15 million, $13 million deal? He is only 31. Um, Vargas is 35 that we just got. Um, so Arietta's a little bit younger. Off year last year, but um, if he does have a great year, the Mets could always offer him a qualifying offer and get the draft pick back that they would lose for signing him. They I just wanted they, to hear your thoughts. Tom, thanks, thanks for the call, Tom. Yeah, the one thing I will correct you on is they can't – a uh, player can't receive a qualifying offer in back-to-back seasons. That's part of the new altered uh, CBA uh, agreement that they did with qualifying offers when they reshaped them. So Arietta, I believe, did get a qualifying offer from the Cubs this year, and as a result, can't get one um, from I would love him on the team. The, I don't see it happening. That, that, first of all, that's not even close to enough money. If you're gonna, I can't believe how many guys are still out there. If, but if Arietta is going to take a pillow deal, he, you know, one of these one years or one of these four years with an opt out after one. I mean, the, the money's going to have to be somewhere. He's got to go 20, somewhere. He's not, he's not taking the year off. I, I mean, I think the Nationals are a legitimate landing spot for him. I think the Phillies were floated as a team out there that they're talking to both him and Lance Lynn. And I think that that is Scott Boris trying to get his name out there. Um, I don't think the Nationals are just in it to kind of feel around out the process I, I really think the nationals could start could add him so i mean look jake arietta had an amazing 2015 season through far more innings than he'd ever thrown before in 2016 and 2017 he was aided a lot by the fact that he throws in front of a like vastly superior cubs defense um i think the babip on him uh is going to gradually return back to earth and i think that the play, the picture you saw last year is probably closer to what you are right, right, right. Than, than 2015. I think that's probably who he is. I, I just don't I don't see it. I don't know where he's going to end up. But if he if Jake Arrieta was a Met at any point this season, I would be flabbergasted. Absolutely. And and just another guy that got picked up who was out there uh, due to to the Royals uh, yesterday. I think it was. Well, that so. was a nice pickup for them. And and you know Lucas. I thought, I th- speaking of Anthony DiComo, I said too soon to this tweet. He said, like, uh, I don't yeah. know which one it was, but go ahead. It was the one where he said the Royals would be the first person to tell you they have a scouting report on Lucas Duda because as famously seen in the 2015 World Series, the Royals were convinced that Duda could not throw. He can't throw. He can't make an accurate throw. Turned out that he made a really inaccurate throw at a really Right. I saw another time. one that said uh, now, now uh, Lucas is going to help the Royals Win the World Series again, or something? Yeah, like that. I don't think the Royals <laughs> are going to quite be there. They're probably the not, but that was a little little low blow as well. And but it, you it never came know. From a Mets fan as well. So uh, actually, we are going to get to our uh, spring training awards, but I don't think we've told the fans at home yet to share the show. We are going to do a share contest at the end. If you are watching right now, there's a whole bunch of you guys watching right now. Share the show. We're going to do what we always do: give away some free stuff towards the end of the little program here. All you got to do is share the show. We'll pick a name randomly, and you'll win some free stuff. We will also play what's in the box towards the end of the broadcast. If you're listening afterwards, uh, I didn't tell you this, but uh, Keith got us on TuneIn as well. Hey, that's great. On uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, wherever, we appreciate it. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Maybe leave us a rating. Help us move up those charts. We can't really go any higher, but help us stay at number one uh, as we've been, you know, not to uh, brush our shoulders off here at all. But uh, give us a call if you want to chime in on any of the spring training topics we're about to get to. 631-388-5195 is the number to call. And also share the show so we are going to get to our little spring training awards here hopefully i don't screw this up our little spring training awards (laughs) what what do you want to call it our gigantic our ginormous major huge spring training awards incredible as but so i don't screw this up what is the first word we're we're giving out before you do your little pregame my first one after you 
break Tim Seriously, <laughs> kill our savior here. <laughs> is the first one is, uh, is, is the babysitter. babysitter. Okay, so let me just cue that up so I don't screw this up. I don't want to jump the gun here. All right, all right. I don't have anything lined up. There we go. Okay, now. Hold on. Now? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, this is the moment. This is the moment. That you everyone has been waiting for. See? <laughs> it is a gala event. This is the event of the awards season. This is the most prestigious award show on the planet right here. Darren Bean and Brian Ernie bring to you our 2018 Spring Training Awards. I cannot get over how star-studded the studio is right now. There are three people here. It's incredible, and we all want you to know that we're honored to bring these awards to you right here. I hope that's not too loud. Well, if it is, <laughs> I just talked for a long time. Anyway, this is... The, the official, the greatest, the, the second annual Spring Training Awards coming to you live from Hot Park, Long Island, New York. There's a, a crowd of one behind us, Lizzie, watching intently. Yes, thank you. And uh, all of you thousands of people at home and across the globe, welcome to the show. Yes, this is this is the best Presented by us. Presented by us <laughs> and the Academy of Us. Should we play the song again? I don't think so. No, Everybody all right. at home wants all right, to know, all right, what are all you right, wearing? All right. <laughs> all right, so let's throw down the rules so everyone knows. As you know, I'm a hermit. So I haven't been to spring training in a very long time. So please, if you have any problems with these awards, please at this man. Don't talk to me. <laughs> this is all El Capitan over here. Right? And blame all the people who fed me the information because, yes. as you know, I'm a father and I didn't stay out later than like 1030 on any of the nights. So See? I miss a lot of the action. Living, living clean and living So good. I play That's page good. six on the, the, the morning after all and right. try to find out what's going on. All right. All right. So <laughs> you guys know the deal. Every outing has its stars. Spring training is absolutely no different. So what we do for the people who make the pilgrimage down to Port St. Lucie is we give you guys a little public tip of the cap here on Orange and Blue Thing because we are benevolent people and we love you and that's what we're going to do for you. So without further ado, I think we should hand out some hardware, get right down to it. The Spring Training Awards for 2018, let's rock and roll. And the first category is the best babysitter. Now... Would you, would you like me to do the honors? No, you can do it. Oh, okay. I'll jump in. Right. You did it last year. You did right. an, a, a phenomenal job well, here. Well, thank you. And, and I pride myself on that. It's actually the first line of my resume. <laughs> so we've all been there. All right. Everybody's out having a good time. One of your friends goes a little nuclear, gets a little too crazy. But the babysitter's the hero who steps in and saves the day. And this guy, because he's a guy this year. Is a superhero in his own mind. I think absolutely. He I, saved I, his a superhero friend, a whole on bunch my level. I mean, for that's for sure. Yeah, and, you, <laughs> and you're going to talk about that a little bit. So, this year's babysitter for 2018 is the one, the only, the distinguished Miles Good. Yeah, Miles. The only. Welcome to uh, the little award show. The best babysitter out of the squad that I know of yes. was Mr. Miles. I'm not going to, what do they say, redacted from the record? I'm not going to really throw uh, this person under the bus that he saved that night. But after the bowling mixer, someone did have a little bit too much to drink and made a questionable decision outside of the bowling alley and um, was going to get in trouble with some yeah. police officers. And, and Miles goes, listen. We're staying right here. You can see the hotel. We're going to send him back if you just let him go. And they go, okay. So, so really, C should be a lawyer. He should be. Yeah. Or so, you know what it was? Good. Good. I don't promote smoking, but he probably went outside to smoke a cigarette, saw his friend was in trouble, yeah. and helped him out. Huh. So, Miles, uh, you, you deserve uh, you deserve something from our buddy who you helped out. So, shout out to Miles. Good oh, job, did, Miles. Did you see the thing go that Miles. I that I posted of Miles and Shu and Zappa with the chant? I did see that. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna just this isn't on script, but I have it queued up here. So we were at the game on Friday for opening day, and uh, Miles, Shu, and Zappa come up to me and they say, "Hey, we we got some new chants. Mm -hmm. uh, are you down to hear them?" I said, "Absolutely." So here is the one that I posted on Twitter. Uh, so if you didn't hear it yet, here you go. All right, so we got what, what's going on here? This is uh, what's going on. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, Please hit the ball. Please hit the ball. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Rosario. Please hit the ball. Please hit the ball. You know, surprisingly on tune. Too. And very, they've been practicing. And she yeah. pretends he's like a punk rock rock singer since yeah. like the early 90s he thinks yeah. he's in like blink 182 or and, one of those and more and more karma mxpx yeah. or whatever that is yeah. and uh who who um who sings that i believe that is boy george oh boy that? george 
Yeah. Right. Whatever it is, it's it's catchy. And I or is it is it is it Culture Club? His band. His. I can picture that catching on. I believe. I believe that is the case. I believe that that will catch on. So I think we should start doing that. But Ahmed himself retweeted it, and it got like twenty thousand views. So we have another one here, but I'm going to play it a little bit later. It is by Culture Club. So yeah, awesome. Just another thing that I know, Lizzie. Shout out to to those guys for coming up with some new chants. Uh, all right, so let's moving right along to the next uh, award here. Shout yeah. out to you guys. All right, so we tell you guys every single year to wear sunscreen. We're like that stupid song at the end of the 90s, okay? You're pale. Your northeastern <laughs> ass is not ready for the Florida sun. But there's always someone who doesn't listen. And, and this year, it, it actually hurts because this guy had to go dipping into the aloe vera way too soon into his vacation. He is our own, the one and the only, <laughs> Keith. Media goon, Black Nick. Look at this. Oh, oh my. my lord. Keith, wear some freaking sunblock. Like, he's whiter than I am, probably. It's... And I, I'm looking all right. I wear my SPF you did 50. Well. I think yeah, that I'm was good, great. dude. And, yeah. and you know what? There's plenty of shade if you want it out on the burn. Yeah. You don't have to sit out there and roast. But you can't see because the, the way that it's cut off here. His arms were shot too, but Dude. he's like, "Oh, in two days I'll be fine." But still, like, you, you can't bring that, you can't get that damage back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Bad no. idea, Keith. No, that's that's not horrible a good look. idea. See, my wife would tell you that's your one sunburn for the year. I think you said and this last yeah, year too. You can't get any more. <laughs> and this is a this is a Laurenism that needs to go down. Everybody needs to like put this on a, like a little scroll and keep it in their <laughs> pocket. Okay, but print out a photo. Do a screenshot right now. Put a photo of Keith in your wallet and say, "Don't ever do this." Yeah, to yourself. don't don't let this be you, folks. This is horrible. And what shirt is that? Is that a wrestling thing? Yes. Is there a different version of that? Yes. So I'm a very visual guy, and I've been seeing T-shirts where it doesn't say villain, right? Yeah, it's it's yes, it's somebody who's in Bullet Club. So it, and now that I you know now that I got called out last week from uh, our buddy Kurt, yeah. aka Brian, he yeah. says I don't you know I, I feel bad because I, I really like him as as a guy. I don't yeah. watch his, his. Well, he said he would try to get you to go to, uh, to go to a house show, and we would all go and have a good time. Maybe if I can like walk him out or get on stage, walk or, him know? out. That's a that's a pretty <laughs> high bar. Then I'll go, but I. I'm, uh, Oh my goodness! Uh, maybe if he, you know, if if he hooked it up, I think that would be fun. If we went to like the college, hold like if you find. He'll let us know ahead of time when he's finally going to win something. I'll go to that one. All right. Well, no offense, but when he finally wins. A while. He might be waiting a while on that one. All right. So moving right along, we got a lot of awards here. The next one's my favorite. Hit it off, buddy. Yes. So you may have never done spring training. You may just have never done spring training with the seven line. For the sake of this award, to be eligible, this has to be your first spring training trip with the seven line army. Okay. So who made the mer- most, the most rather, out of their first trip? All right. It is Mr. Southwick. 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 Southwick, who I know is watching right now. Eddie. I saw, I saw his name pop up there. So shout out to Eddie. I saw him wearing the jersey, though. Good, he, good head of hair on Eddie. Absolutely. Great head of hair. Yeah, I like that. If I had a head of hair like that, I would never wear a hat. I guarantee but I, you I that. Don't. I guarantee you that if Ted Berg is watching right now, he is sad <laughs> and, and has some a hair envy because Ted prides himself on his quaff. So but that me, is a nice looking man. Let me right tell there. you about Eddie. All right. So yeah. Eddie, opening day. I get to the top of the steps. I walk over towards the tiki bar where everyone's hanging out, and sure. I see this guy hanging out. He's he's just chilling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "What's up, man? I'm down." He goes, "Hey, Eddie. You know, I'm a I'm a season ticket holder this year. Coming up. So this is a replica jersey that he's wearing here. He bought the replica, got the patches, went to stitches, got his name on the back. Cool. So I saw the jersey the next day. I'm like, "You told me it was your first day." Yeah. So I hit him up on Twitter. He said, that, "You know, we went to stitches, but uh, he came down to spring training solo. Got an Airbnb for." The best price I've ever heard. It's cool. a little bit farther away. Holiday Express kills you over the head yeah. on, on the price, like three hundred dollars yeah. a night. He got a beach, uh, not a beach, a pool house for like two hundred bucks for the nice. weekend. It's awesome. He just took Ubers back and forth, but totally dove right in. I saw him, said what's up, instantly turned to Becca. Hey, where are you sitting? He says one forty. He's like, oh damn, one forty. That's where we are. So the person who makes the most of it, to, in my eyes, is Rookie of the Year. Cool. Didn't know anyone. Tried to throw himself right to the wolves, and I'd say well, to the wolves, not like, you know where we attack you or you know we don't welcome you with open arms but it can be very intimidating but if you put yourself out for there, someone who's not you know the most outgoing natural person to i'm not sure if he's not outgoing but like you know just to throw yourself out there solo meet everyone come to bowling that night come to the outing on the berm sit with everyone jump in the group photo and make the most of it so for me eddie uh rookie of the year hopefully uh that, this year that photo is so fitting it, it, just it popped is up it, on my screen. I was it like, is Whoa, a great photo. Eddie. And shout out to Drea. I didn't. I didn't give Drea a shout out here. She's been shooting obviously the photos out of all at all our outings, and she shot all the pictures also of of the spring training on as well. So shout out to Eddie. Really cool meeting you, and I'm excited to uh, join you at City Field this year. I think Eddie could be a stand-in for Nikki uh, G Money. 
Oh bit. yeah, kind of have you kind of have like a doppelganger thing. A going little on bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. All right, the next category is makes always, everybody nervous. Yes, it's always steeped in controversy because I say that I'm going to talk about the best or worst or most Notable, controversial yes. hookup. Everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Hopefully, it's not about me. I'm not trying to air out my laundry on Facebook with the millions of followers we get uh, each week. And we're not going to blow up their spot. We're not, but I mean, there's some stories that I probably shouldn't talk about on the air. But but who's you know? the real hero of spring training hookups, <laughs> dude? The real hero of spring training hookups, which I didn't even know about because you and I have never been in the game. Yes, I think. Well, we were in the game, but just not in the modern game. We were in the real game. We actually had to speak. Right, we had go to go to, up to a girl to a bar and be like, "What's be like, up? Yo, what up? Yeah." Uh, what up? Yeah. What up? That's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of it, basically. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, anyway, true. Uh, so here we go. I think the dating apps are the hookup of the, the best hookup of probably all time. Of all but time. down there, I heard so many stories, especially by the pool after the outing. Yes. I'm talking to people hanging out. Hear one guy go, oh, I met this girl on Tinder from like two towns over last night. Like I just changed my settings. I guess you could put like your where you are. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what it is. A lot yeah. of people were getting lucky my, on dude, the dating apps down my there. My cousins from Arizona when they were here in the summer, they were like, that's all that they went to Patchog. First of all, they get an Uber. I have to just tell the story. They get an <laughs> Uber driver. Okay. And this is this is what happened on our family reunion trip. They get an Uber driver to tell them, where should I go? Let's take me to Port Jeff. Like, Where's the no, babes? No, no, no. Don't go to Port Jeff. Go to Patchog. Okay. They end up in a bar. You know, they got their freaking whatever Tinder locator on. They're trying to, like, scope out girls. Turns out my cousin's got his Mets hat on. Yo, bro, you a Mets fan? And he's like, oh, you know, my cousin, he does this thing with the seven line. Oh, shit, seven line army. Yeah, man. They drank for free, like, all night on me. I'm like my off my name, and I'm like, what the hell is this nonsense? <laughs> I don't even drink for free on that. Oh yeah, yeah, bro, the orange and blue thing. Hell yeah, I watch that every week, and they're getting shots. Why are we? Well, they should. Shot? Oh, next time you go out with your cousins, they they should pay for your drinks that night. Yeah, uh, to say the least. But anyway, the the hookup uh, MVP, I guess you would say, is the dating apps because the amount of stories I heard just in like 20 minutes around the pool on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm jealous. I love my wife. I, I don't need. I don't want to have these dating apps, but I'm fascinated by it. I think we've talked about it a couple times on the show i just don't get it i, I watch other people on it i'm like whoa what's this swipe yeah. thing about like how does that work yeah. you can direct message each other i don't really even get it but uh shout out to uh tinder bumble and grinder yeah. uh for coming through in the clutch for a lot of our friends That's down there it. which get some, hey, listen i, guess. I always say it's port st lonesome but i guess not i mean if you have an app i guess you don't really there's need an app anymore, there's an app yeah. for there's everything. an app for that That's it. There's <laughs> an app for that. all right as always there's always uh there's usually a mainstay who can't make it down. We beat up on Andrew and Darth, a.k.a. the general, last year so much. It's our only replay yes. that isn't on that Facebook. That isn't on Facebook because we, you know. The uh, I Will Remember You song, the Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. You can't, like, just so you guys know, when you watch a live stream, the reason why we're not more active with, like, sound bites and songs and things like that is not because I'm not capable. I can teach myself anything. But, oh, he's capable. Uh, if I'm over <laughs> and if you want to check him out on Grinder, he's very capable. <laughs> Listen, she'll walk in like, what are you doing now? I'm like, I'm just learning how to do this. Right. But anyway, there's, there's a reason behind it. We can't, we can't do that. So if there's like the game show music, it's all royalty free. So the only show you can't watch ever again is the episode yeah. from last season because yeah. we did the In Memoriam, uh, Sarah McLaughlin. So yeah, we gave so much shit to, to uh, yeah. Indar, who missed, the, missed it again. But you know, he's got stuff going on, which is fine. Saving some loot, hopefully for it. a ring. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. No pressure <laughs> yes, now that exactly. it's on the internet. All right, but we want to give uh, some love to our boy, Mike Cottrell, who hooked us up with our cups here as we said on, on the top of the show. He is prepping for some surgery, so uh, he didn't make the trip down. He was last year's MVP. He's the reigning MVP until about until one second from now. When we I think it's, he was pretty much there because of his bromance with Brubaca. Dude, he, they have Brew a special loves him. thing. Yeah. And the guys don't usually write, like, my best friend. Yeah. Like, I don't really say, like, she was my best friend or, right. like, any of my boys in my right. batch. Like, uh, they're not my best. One, one of my best friends it actively like, makes Mike him wrote something like, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, we've been best friends for, like, 30 years. And he's like, yeah. But like Brew, obviously, <laughs> Brew, hear him, like, Brew loves Mike, and Mike loves Brew. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. and Mike wrote something like, "My when your best friend is at spring training." I was like, "Holy shit, these guys are really like serious about this friendship." It's great. I, so it's anyway, good, if, you're, if you're not listening, if you're not watching, Brew brought a big head of Mike everywhere. <laughs> so like, Mike was at Duffy's. Mike was at bowling. Mike was at freaking the game. Like, right. Mike was all over the place. Right. I think he actually left him there. No, he left Tebow at Duffy's, and he called the next day. He's like, I think I left Tim Tebow there. And they were like, what? Like, Did what? they find him? I think so. That's good. Yeah, so, so we found he's Tebow. not lost. But, Mike, we're thinking of you, buddy, and um, uh, all the best. All right, finally, our MVP of the trip, 
All right. There's no criteria here. It just sort of happens organically. Uh, it's ineffable, as, as I would say in using a $20 word. Um, but that, that's ineffable. Okay. I learn something new every freaking uh, week yeah, when I'm in the studio with you. you. Know, it's, it's in Anyway, but you know it when you see it. Satiated. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Satiation. Satiate yourself on your water there. <laughs> you know it when you see it. And this year, it started at Duffy's Thursday night. It continued right up through the pregame on Saturday. It was clear that the spring training's MVP award goes to Mets skipper Mickey Calloway. So Mickey Calloway. This could not be more of a slam dunk, by the way. I mean, it's got it's got to be. It's got to be. I, I saw this on social media. And, you know, it was actually not that cold, so I wasn't freezing my ass off. But I was I was out. I was, uh, what you call it, RJ was hitting balls off the tee in the, in the yard all Saturday morning. And I, you know, look down at my phone for a second, and I'm just like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing!" It's I so got an good. email at 9:45. Uh, I was already on my on my way to ran a couple errands with Kelly and Amelia before I went over to the stadium. So I I was given the heads up that this was going to happen mm-hmm. prior to the the uh, the berm visit. If you're listening afterwards and you haven't heard, Mickey Calloway actually it was his idea too. It wasn't yeah. like a press thing; like he wanted the camera no, to follow him. But right. like when he's leaving the stadium to walk through the you know whatever, obviously the cameras are going to follow him. But um, someone I don't know who it was wrote like it would be so much cooler if it wasn't like a press thing. But whatever, it was his idea. He wanted to come out and that would be cooler. Say what's up to the crowd. Okay. Whatever you know what I'm saying like. When when players or coaches and or, you know when they go to a hospital, there's a camera there. You know what I mean? It's not for the press. They right. want to do something nice. So anyway, he made the, the Mets lost the outing. Who cares? Like the, you don't really care about the wins and losses in right. the spring training. You want to have a good time, celebrate the team, and hopefully uh, the new season. But when the skip decides to leave the field to come into the stands and hang out with the fans, that what's cooler than that? Very cool. I don't it's, think that's ever happened before. No, I don't think so. And look, the. One of the things that the Mets have been great about about this group is is really embracing it and realizing that they could very easily give you a hard time uh, for for any number of of things, just having something popular and successful that and they've really embraced it. And it's it's been great to see Terry was always great uh, when he was here. And now, uh, you know, to see Mickey kind of pick up and, and go even further uh, by going out to the berm where you guys were, that was just fantastic. You got, you got to give him so much love for that. You know, we talk about it often. The things that he, even coming on our show, I wrote a little blog about it here. He doesn't have to do that stuff. Right. He could he could be like, you know what? I don't want to get too. What did they say? Put the cart in front of the horse. I don't want to get too not involved, but too. Uh, I wouldn't even say overconfident, but. I don't even know what word I'm trying to think of. But yeah, you don't want to, you want to get caught up in the minutia while you have you know before you win anything. Exactly. This guy hasn't even won a regular season game yet, so you don't want it to get to the point where it's like, well, I'm worried about the. It it just shows. It's just a nice little tip of the cap, and even what you what you were telling me offline about Duffy's, and you can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I have it on the screen here too. Yeah. Like after the uh, he did the hot stove on Thursday night, I was a little bit late. Um, but I missed I missed the, the like not I wouldn't even call it a meet and greet because they weren't they weren't scheduled to do that. Right. When they come in and they sit down with Gelbs Gelbsy and uh, they sit and do their thing for S and Y, they usually just jet out of there. There's a right. side door, security walks them out. Mickey spent I, I wasn't there, but he I was told he shot photos and signed autographs for anyone who wanted, and then he left. That's awesome. How cool is that? Yeah, it's great. Goes it, the extra mile. It really, and is. you know, you, he doesn't have to do that stuff. But obviously, he is the new guy, and he's doing everything right as far as I'm concerned with the fans and trying to make sure that they're on board with him, and hopefully, he does a great job, and this is the start of a great a great relationship. At the very least, it shows the kind of man he is. And and the kind of leader he's going to be, and he show, wants to show you that you're appreciated as fans. Wants to show the players that they're appreciated as his, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, employees. And 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 I think that's a great thing. Look, Mickey Callaway is, has a lot to prove on this stage. This is his first managerial job. He's doing it in the biggest city in the world. It's gonna it's the biggest media market. He's gonna be under constant scrutiny. But so far. So freaking good because this guy is killing it. Absolutely killing it. And I wrote a tweet. You didn't reply to it because I know that uh, you can't really commit this far out. But next year, I think it makes all the sense in the world for us. They open the gates for us anyway Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock. You and I do a show 
10 o'clock till 11 o'clock it, on the berm. It would be very And cool. then hang out and watch the game. It would you know, be they let cool. us in an hour early anyway. Anyway, right. why don't we take advantage of it? Yeah. No, I think that's a, it's a very good Sponsored by Cruzan, who doesn't even know that they're sponsoring it yet. Yeah, they really should, though. The amount of... Let me just play one more thing, because if, if this isn't an endorsement for Cruzan, Mickey basically got people to buy more buckets yeah. and just put more money in Cruzan's pocket. Yeah. Let me play this from uh, Kelly. She caught Mickey and the crew. So I think the goal, I'm not the goal because like, I'm not saying like we go out there and like you trying to go get smashed, but I put it on, I did a lot. Of, I didn't do a lot of posting on Instagram over the, the, the weekend, but I did yeah. a lot in the stories yeah. on Instagram. I'm trying to get into that a little bit more. The side of the rum bucket says serves four to six. And I'm like, yeah, people have like five each. Oh, my God. And I, just, just so you know, we're not skipping awards. I actually got rid of a couple because we, last year we did like the drunkest. And, you know, not that we're trying to censor ourselves here, but people think they're like, oh, you only go to the island to get smashed. And like, obviously, you're down in the Florida sun. Sometimes Florida sun when you're not really used to it yet yeah. and having a rum bucket out in the 90 degree heat sometimes doesn't really react the best with someone. So I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus and be like, oh, you can't handle your liquor. But uh, some, no one really like overdid it this year. It's good. And, and look uh, that I that I saw. Whatever. I mean, who cares? I think I think we, so. We got rid of and we got rid of the selfie job. award. Um, yes. Fury wasn't it's there. It's been so. retired in honor of, <laughs> of Anthony Furia. So. I don't think anyone else could take more selfies no, Fur than no. Furia. And he wasn't there. So the yeah. selfie award got thrown out the window for this year. So as there well. you have it. That is our 2018 award show. You're going to play the music. Again, I, I have you? to. You are. All right. All right. Well. As long as we're having fun with our royalty-free music. There you go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 2018 Spring Training Awards in the books. It's going to be a fun time. And now now you guys have aspirations for 2019. Brew wanted to win the Drunkest Award. <laughs> like, when I got there, he's like, dude, two years in a row. And I'm like, are you really trying to be the Drunkest? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, that it? Like, I mean, yes. I guess. But, like, do you have... Like, I wouldn't really aspire. I don't think to, to be the drunkest guy at the at the party, but, but you gotta have shout goals. out to him. But uh, you know what? Speaking of him, he actually is like our only voicemail of the week. That uh, you know, not nothing against Tezza and whoever else called this week, but we don't have a whole lot of time. Oh, poor Tezza! He's do... gonna be so mad. He was like building me up for this one. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah. So That's we could good. talk about it anyway. But That's anyway, what up, buddies? This is your boy Brew. Got a question for you guys. So being at the roster has changed so much this past off season. Who would you go with out for lunch or out for drinks on the team right now? And what would you guys talk about later? It's funny, too, because I just said who would want to be the drunkest. And then the, his question is, like, who would you go out to drink <laughs> with? <laughs> but who would you I, who would you want to just, it, like, sit and have a meal with and, and kind of pick their brain? Do they have to be, what do you say, on the rock? I mean, I actually, honestly, like. Like I said, I'm I'm a dad now. I don't really rage like I used yeah. to. I think just because I'm so intrigued by this guy's life, I think I would go out to lunch with like Tebow. Yeah, you know why not? I, I mean, I'm not that. trying to like. I don't think he's gonna. I don't know if he drinks, but uh, he said drinks and whatever. Like I'll get, I'll I'll drink and talk about whatever with Tebow. That's cool. I don't know, what about you? Um, you know, I'd always just default to David Wright because I'd be so interested. But I would love to get some baseball stories from Adrian Gonzalez. I think that that would probably be a really really cool lunch. The the thing. Is I, I what was it? What, didn't we have a hypothetical last? Like who who would you want to live with? A roommate? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got in trouble for that one. I think I did at home. Yeah, yeah. Why? What did I say? I oh, because I, I think I said Noah because he'd bring home a bunch of slags to the house or something <laughs> like. <laughs> I see. I, I, I I've you, changed. I I've grown you, up. I've grown up so much in the in the past year. Look, it was that Disney cruise, man. It made you it made you more wholesome. Oh my god, I'm still thinking about Frozen. Oh, did you see that they might make uh, Fro uh, Elsa's love interest? Uh, yes. a, a, a a girl. Yeah, good for them. Good them so yeah. well, you know, so let it go about, let it go uh how what else we that? got here going on i'll uh, give us a call we are going to play what's in the box 631-388-5195 and if you want to just win free stuff and you're too chicken to call us uh just share the show right now and if you're listening afterwards on soundcloud itunes stitcher uh Google Play, tune in, all that good stuff. We totally appreciate that as well. Maybe try to watch us live next week. Uh, we're here every Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, right on Facebook. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you live on the program next week. I think we got a call coming in for What's in the Box. Um, are you going opening day? Of course. 
Well, I'm just double checking, making of sure. Course. I saw that Tim said he had to put in Fitzpatrick had to put in something with what he's taking an absence day or yeah, yeah or yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Not everyone has off on Thursdays. So I, no? I mean, I don't have off. Um, <laughs> I take it off. My boss knows every single opening day. That's where I am. My dad and my. 19th straight opening day. 19th consecutive that opening That is quite day. the streak. Pretty good, right? Not yeah, started I, I, in, started I, I in 2000. I don't think I've missed since five, four or five. Okay. 2005 was the Astros. Oh, you know what? What? She's not in here right now, but I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show. I missed the opener at City Field. Because, 2009? Because of Lizzie. Why is that? Before she, I, I barely, I didn't even do the seven line yet. Um she was working. Why do you make play? Darren miss the inaugural game? Here, sit down. City We've never Field. talked about this before. And Salazar is going to play what's in the box. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. So let's let's tell the people at home why my streak ended in 2009 of going to opening day. What What did you do that made him miss the Padres Mets game in 2009? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I don't know where where we left off, but uh, we are back. The uh, I missed opening day in 2009, the opener of City Field, mm-hmm. because of Lizzie. So I went so, in 2005, so went in 2006, confused. 7, 8, missed 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, all right, 15, all right, all right, Okay, all right. So, so tell the story. she's working at a restaurant, and she goes, there's this guy that I work with who has opening day, t- opening night tickets to City Field. Have it. I don't really know what the fuck's going on. Sorry, guys. No, we'll just skip this story. I didn't get to go to opening day because of Lizzie. We're going to play What's in the Box yeah, before, before we lose the, the feed again. I got to figure out. That. Why that's happening? Well, but uh, we'll get there. let's get Mr. Salazar on the line. Very aggravated. What's up, John? What's up, John? Yo, what's going on, guys? How what's are you? We don't have any fancy music for you tonight. We're having some technical difficulties here, but we want you to play "What's in the Box." We actually only have two things tonight, right, uh, Ernie? Yeah, 50 50 chance. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, we have yes. two options. Well, you're going to win no matter what, but there's two options one here. One or two. One or two. Which one would you like to go home with? Uh, let me get number one. Eins. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, wow, that's actually yes. a good one. What's, what size Conforto, is it? Fordo, it's a medium. All right, so it might be a gift, but you got you got the Conforto long sleeve holiday uh, holiday shirt. You oh Conforto, ye faithful on Michael Conforto's birthday. Holy shit, look at that! Look at that. And you're wearing the t shirt too, am, which I did not know it was his birthday until I saw it and I already had this shirt on. So, so John, we have your address. We'll mail this out to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So something in the comments just came up. I forgot to play the other chant I was going to tell you about. Let me know what you think of this. It's also from. Um, uh, Zappa, Shoe, and Miles. Did and we, we should have kept again? John on the, on the phone because that's what he wanted to talk about before. Really? I screwed up, guys. Well, I'm just go. trying to per- run through per- it now. Perfect. perfect Here we go. <laughs> Take two. Well, blooper reel. Yankees, Frazier came to Queens riding on the seven line. Plays third base because David Wright is sitting on the sideline. <laughs> Let's play it again one more time. Just Take two. Well, blooper reel. One more time. Yankees, Frazier came to Queens, riding on the seven line. Plays third base because David Wright is sitting on the sideline. First reaction. First reaction was I'm offended by the rhyming of line and line. Riding on the seven line? Yeah. Sitting on the sideline? Yeah. All right, well, that's the chance. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm not offended, per se. No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah, he is playing third base because David Wright is sitting He is, but, you know, I brought it up to them, too. They, we have a chant, or I don't know, maybe CFS invented it. Uh, something about John Buck sucks, so totally, totally had to go, totally whatever. To go, yeah. uh, you know, they, neither of those guys are the face of the franchise, so I'm kind of, uh, yeah. I feel a little weird about that one. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I can see this one catching on. You know, Yankee guy, it's catchy. So shout out to the boys. For uh, coming up with some new chants. There's another one for uh, Dom. Dom, da da dum, dum, da da dum, dum, da da dum. Yeah, so maybe maybe those will catch on as well. So anyone who wants to contribute towards the crew, bring more excitement to the action, uh, is is always fun. So we do have to do the share contest. I think actually, did Lizzie do it? Yeah, she did. It's uh, Jackie Hammer. No way, Jackie Hammer. I haven't seen the Hammer in a while. So uh, shout out to Jackie Hammer. We will send you a gift card. Just for watching the show live. See, there you go. You just have to watch to get in the mix. Tomorrow, 
12, noon. I actually screwed up on the email. My fault. I got to send a follow-up. I wrote 10 a.m. It's really noon. Tomorrow at noon, Friday, uh, the whatever tomorrow's date is, the second uh, Subway Series tickets go up on Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. Go on there. You could uh, pick tickets up. We only have 317 available, and they should go pretty quickly. The 540. Uh, about 50 tickets in the front are dedicated to the season ticket members with our group. The back is just for the single game buyers. The thing with this is we are only doing one game this year with the seven line army for the subway series. So there's normally two at home. And a couple years ago, we actually did two at home and two at Yankee stadium. We're not going to Yankee stadium again. So this year, just one game it's on June 9th and uh, the tickets are 129 a piece. Yes, that is a little bit expensive. It still is a premium game, uh, just like opening day would be. It is Saturday, June 9th, fireworks after the game, and obviously we will be tailgating prior. So set a reminder for yourself if you're watching this live. If you're listening on a replay, they might be sold out by then. But if not, go to Mets.com slash the 7 Army. Pick them up. You click that buy button right there, and uh, you can choose up to, up to four tickets while supplies last. So I guess that's it for episode nine of season two, Orange and Blue Thing, Tech Difficulties, What Can You Do? Uh, we'll see you guys here next Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern on Facebook.com slash The Seven Line. Tell your friends, and uh, we'll see you in just four short weeks at City Field. Later. Later, Gator.